0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bad Good Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Greaves, and I'm joined today with a good friend of mine. Um, you may know him from The Simpsons or his comedy. He's a phenomenal uh, stand-up comedian. Please get over up for Dana Gould, everybody. Say hi to Dana.
1: Hello. Hello back, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dana, you are a parent. Um
1: oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see there it is. That's all people that's and that is our lesson of the day.
1: <laughs> Parenting it's not is not just tough. you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an everyday thing with the kids, man. Yeah. Um
1: I used to call it the 10 yard stare club. Explain. Like when you're like you're out with your kid and they're just having a meltdown or whatever and you're just staring into space (laughs) oh
0: man uh uh-huh you're like yeah Uh yeah and Uh and you can always tell when there's people they they give you the nod they're like i'm sorry i'm sorry i hear you yeah and you're like you have a kid yeah you totally understand also
1: or i used to or uh, my favorite thing was i don't have kids but my cat is just like a kid
0: oh fuck you Uh
1: man (laughs) come on bro yeah
0: I'm going to throw you How's out the window. That
1: cat college fund going? <laughs> and how many kids do you have? Yeah. What stuff aren't you buying for yourself because you want your cat to go to a good college? Oh, my I God. I have three.
0: Three kids. And three one, da- three oh, daughters. Three daughters.
1: Three girls. Yeah. They're kind of, yeah, they're, tw- now they're 21, 19, and 14. Okay. They so, got a little bit of break on the uh, You have a little bit of a break. End. Other headaches. Yes. Other headaches, but my 14-year-old is still.
0: She's still at home.
1: An ongoing an ongoing concern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's rough, man. I have two, and I'm Yeah, and I'm you're like, so
1: in the, you're, you can't even see the end of the. No, I'm you're done. My you're hair screwed.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're
1: good. I love them, but holy sure. cow, bro. That's, that goes without saying for everything. We're, I love them, but. But. Yeah. Like you said. So I have scary. thought about <laughs> just getting up in the middle of the night. Getting in the car and driving. (laughs) He's like, "Where are you going?" It doesn't matter. I'm in my head. (laughs) Just going away right now.
0: It's tough being. It's tough with uh, kids. I. You know what I think it is also. It's tough living in Los Angeles with kids. That sounds weird because people are like, "Whoa, it's anywhere." Yeah. I'm like, no. Mm L. A. Makes it a little harder on you.
1: Especially now because there are things that are that used to be very common uh, with childhood that they can't really. They can't just ride their bike anywhere. No. You can't just ride your bike around anywhere. Or, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, the it was just such a different world. I grew up in the 1970s in a small town in Massachusetts, and it was a completely different. It's a different animal. Yeah. My mother, I mean, I grew up in a very small town, little mill town in Massachusetts. Okay. But when I was a baby in the mid-60s, late 60s, my mother would go to the, walk to the grocery store at the, you know, ostensibly the corner, and uh, leave me out front in my uh, carriage with our dog. Uh, wow, it was a German Shepherd. And, wow. And my mother was telling me the story as if to like brag about our dog <laughs> Duke. She was like, "Oh, if Duke, if anybody went near that carriage, Duke would look at them and growl." And I'm like, "Well, back, well, back up." <laughs> You left me in the garage a dog? Jeez Louise. Because like, there's no way a kidnapper would also have a stake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they don't know how to deal with dogs. <laughs> yeah. Also, they don't have partners that help yeah. them.
1: But it was, a, yeah. But it was a different, they didn't have those, they didn't have that then. You know, it was wow. 65, 66, nobody.
0: I was, I was, I saw a clip on, of, um, somebody in the Netherlands. I think it was in the Netherlands, uh one of the one of the Dutch um colonies or whatever they they were talking about how um or where where's where's ismo from ismo is from um, um oh man not Iceland oh man now I'm blanking of where Norway, from. Norway
1: Sweden, Sweden Greenland.
0: One, one of those areas uh-huh. and they I think it was a clip from over there and they were talking about how they leave their kids outside in the cold <laughs> to like let them get used to the cold. And I was like, does nobody steal kids anywhere? Um, and know that you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, we just leave them outside in the cold so they get used to it. And they're like, yeah. And I, some cultures, they take ice baths. Like, Well, they- I was
1: just there, and they do. I was just in Norway and Sweden because that's where my wife's family is from. We were visiting oh, okay. family last month. And Yeah, it's just like after every event you have to go jump into a freezing cold body of water Holy crap! It's just, like, it's just like we just did it an hour ago like we so have to go in the lake again <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: i i guess that everyone's okay out yeah, there with just it's you know so
1: cold
0: <laughs> oh my god no i'm good bro yeah yeah i'm good like no i, I was like
1: i like it to, like a tub when you jump in the water like
0: no discernible
1: change in temperature.
0: Yeah, just room it's, temperature, please. No, it's. And no my ice. wife,
1: who is Swedish descent, born in America, but her dad's Swedish. And she'll just, I'll be in the house at night, middle of winter. And I was like, where's Kat? The and then I'll just hear, <laughs>
0: Oh, my she God. just jumped
1: into the pool unheated. And it's frozen. <laughs> and it's like, reset. Oh, my God. Yeah, lunatic. What? What? Is, I good. mean, look,
0: it's good for inflammation. So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like you know, they were ahead apparently of the it's curve. good for your
1: body. Like it jolts yeah. your body with full of adrenaline and stuff like that. But it's just I'd rather just scare me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, just come
1: behind me with a
0: scary yeah. mask and clown just a good mask, werewolf or mask
1: or something. Yeah, something can of pennies. Shake that in my head. I get enough um,
0: scares from watching things like Twenty Eight Days or Twenty. <laughs> you know, Twenty Eight Days Later or yeah. whatever. Like Lucky I don't news. need. You know, I don't need to purposefully jump in a yeah but hey i mean it has its benefits they say so mm-hmm. I, I guess i can't knock it like yeah
1: but that is that is like how just how different it used to be compared to like living in la now you can't
0: yeah la is yeah. a different like i thought it was weird like when we had to send our kid to school and they're like oh there's no buses and i was like Wait. so everyone just drops their kid off and they're like yeah they have drop off yeah drop off assignments or whatever and i was like we took public like we took the bus to school like what do you mean where's the buses like there is no buses i'm like i see school buses out there like well there's some but Mm -hmm. overall no one takes a bus to school
1: they don't i i mean it's i also don't think that they i mean a lot of the school districts can't afford them and also just like i don't think people trust their kids
0: to go on a bus
1: Being that, yeah i mean like being that free and clear out in the world i used to you know i was 10 years old Eight,
0: nine, yeah, nine ten years old. I was walking to school. Yeah. I remember um You grew up in I grew up in New York.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, you know, I would the school was around the corner and we would walk to the school all the time. Yeah. Um, and we also like I had keys in third grade. Mm-hmm. And like there'd be times like, hey, like no one's home. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I have to fend for myself <laughs> until someone gets home. <laughs> yeah. Like that's it is what it is. Yeah. Um And, like, I think about it now, like, oh, man, would I be able to leave my kid home alone for hours? Like, it's one thing to leave, like, you know, my daughter's 10, like, hey, I'm going to the store for five minutes. But it's another thing to be like, hey, I'm going to work. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: I I don't know when was the last time you saw E.T.? Oh, my gosh. I I watched it about a year (laughs) ago. And there's a scene where Drew Barrymore... She's in the movie. She's about eight years old in the movie. Yeah. And the mother has to go to the, the school for her son, and she just leaves her at home. Oh she's eight years God. old. Oh, my God. She goes, I'll be back. And she just gets the I, I just, just got to stay home alone because she's alone with E.T., but they don't know that E.T.'s there.
0: Oh, my but God. It's just
1: like, you just don't leave your eight year old alone.
0: Don't leave your eight year old alone. I'll be back. Alone. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: it's just a different, just a completely different world. It is.
0: It's, you know, it's wild, man. Maybe and that's why
1: Drew had such a hard time because she was left alone with ET so much.
0: You know, I never thought about that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. She, she, Drew's had her struggles. Drew, uh, reach out to us. Yeah, we, call
1: us. We love you. We want to talk.
0: We love you. <laughs> you're, you're American treasure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I want to get into uh, what we do here at the podcast. Uh, it's called the Bad Good Parent because everybody has struggles, man. Everyone, you know, has those bad moments where you do something with your kid or something with your parents did did something with you, um, like leave you in front of the store with a dog.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not even it. <laughs> that's so, not even my story. <laughs> oh, so let's let's
0: talk to Dana about your story. Let's let's hear it, my man.
1: Well. You know, the thing with, but by also, Jimmy said, like, we're both comedians, not because when we were kids, everything was great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everything's great. I'll go into bars for a living and beg strangers to love me. Yeah. Please send me your money. Mm -hmm. But I was the fifth of six. I have four older brothers and a younger sister.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Big family.
1: Yeah. Irish Catholic. And the thing is, the best thing about being a parent from my point of view is the minute I had a, my first child, I was like, oh, it's not about me anymore, which I took as a tremendous relief.
0: Interesting. Okay. You know, just like. You, the it, focus isn't on myself. focus
1: isn't on me and the definition of what makes me a successful person has just changed drastically. Right. It is no longer in the hands of whoever's booking late-night talk show spots or whatever. Like,
0: right, right, right.
1: It, you know, me telling jokes on TV for four minutes at midnight is no longer the barometer of whether or not I'm a success as a person. Interesting. Which is, when I was a comedian, that was like...
0: That was, right. That was it.
1: Yeah, you know, I got to get on Letterman, I got to get on Conan or whatever. Um, and now it's like, if my kids are doing well and they're happy and taken care of, I'm done. I've, I'm a success. If I provided for my family, I am a success.
0: Interesting. That's a nice focus. That's a nice focus shift because I feel like there are people who, because you can see it in their face when their kids come, they panic even more.
1: They panic even more. They do what, um, I'll just pull a name out of thin air. My father, um, (laughs) Well, he did. It was just like, no, it's still about me. You're just in the way, Ooh. and that's. I mean, that's also a very generational thing. Yeah, you know, my dad's nine, 92, You know, still oh, going. You know, okay. he was born in nineteen thirty, and uh, he'll be ninety three soon. And you know, it was just a different generation, it's different a dif- thing. Yeah, yeah, different animal back. Different then. Different animal completely. But you know, the the in terms of you know. And my, uh, you know, my brothers and I are very different, okay. In, in all sorts of ways. There, my brothers are like, one brother's a cop, one brother is a prison guard, one brother works for the phone company, one brother's a home inspector. You know, they're a, okay. They're, they're you know, all it's a wide spectrum. Yeah, but they live in Massachusetts, and they're all middle class, working class guys. Okay. Very middle class. A lot of very Trumpy. Very a mm. lot of camo. You know, gun <laughs> gun racks on the truck. I love how that comes right after yeah. Trumpy, like yeah.
0: a lot of you know, yeah. camouflage. They're hiding. Like, I can't um, find you.
1: I know. <laughs> you, if you're trying to hide in the house, don't wear camo. You just wear like a cupboard or dishes. Um, so, but the one thing that we all have in common is we're all good, good dads because- we are just doing the opposite of what oh, our your dad did. did. That's funny. Yeah, um, and the story that I was going to tell and, and and compare it to the way I um behave with my kids is uh when I was nine, I was out horsing around with my uh, best, as you do, yeah, right. as one does with my best friend Alan Anderson, with whom I am still friends. Alan, if you're out there, Alan is we uh, love you, great guy, lives in Massachusetts. <laughs> We grew up across the street. Nice. He's a couple years older than I was, but he got me into like Monty Python and all the really good stuff when I was a kid. Okay. Great guy. Great guy and a, and a good, good pal. We were out horsing around and I fell and broke my collarbone. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I ran, ran in the house crying, a lot of pain. And my father took me to the hospital the minute the game ended. <laughs> 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 and. I had wow. to uh, my mom didn't have a driver's license and I had to sit in the kitchen
0: and wait.
1: Cry and wait for the hockey game to end.
0: That's crazy. And then he
1: grudgingly took me to the house. Because he, he didn't think I was hurt. Was of like, course yeah, they, they yeah, never yeah. do. And then they found it that I had broken my collarbone. And uh and uh, you know, I'm uh I've never forgotten it. Of course you not. Why? I, I it know. Was 1972. I would, and uh, it's now 2023.
0: And I still remember. <laughs> and you're, you say your dad's going to he's about to be 93. He's Why about to be 93. And if he breaks his collarbone, I'm like, hey, we'll have to wait. You have to wait. have to wait, dude. This party is going on right now. So yeah. just wait your turn.
1: And he never. Never apologize. Of course not. Yeah. Kid, no, he wouldn't understand it. He wouldn't understand it. But the way I am with with my kids now is just like you know, if you don't feel well, you're going to the hospital. Yeah,
0: yeah you're immediately. Going to hospital. immediately right now, like, yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah. No one is going to wait. I'm sure you'll complain about me for something. Oh my gosh!
0: It's not going to be that. Waited for the hockey game to be over, and was it even an important? Was it, it like it was the
1: St. Louis Blues and the Bruins? Like I do understand. <laughs> I'm not from another planet was it was it the stanley <laughs> no, it wasn't, cup wasn't playoffs wasn't oh playoffs. my god regular season game but still you mr. know mr ghoul you're killing me the blue. I do understand um and it is uh and uh, um and it's just a, a testament to how people change and evolve interesting uh, yeah that, yeah yeah uh you know that at the time was normal behavior yeah, normal for a parent be- and now I think it would be considered child abuse. Yes, it would be. <laughs>
0: there was, there's a little bit of a machismo aspect to that, right? Yeah, it's like the we guy. F-
1: Mike, I don't know how we're all alive. I just, you, you I were, get that a lot. You grew up in the city,
0: right? I well, I grew up in Brentwood, Long Island. I was I was. Oh, in, you're in Long Island. Okay. Yeah, I was. So you weren't like in
1: the boroughs or anything.
0: Well, I was in Queens okay. initially. Then I went to Brentwood. Then back to Queens after I had okay. graduated and everything. So like
1: um, I was routinely driven around through the woods at night on an unlit country road in the back of an open pickup truck being driven by a drunk person.
0: That sounds like a horror story.
1: And that happened to me. Daily. And my brothers regularly.
0: Oh, my because God. Because my
1: father was, uh, he would also moonlight as a bartender at okay. this club. And we would go up, you know, we go up to the club with my dad, and they had like a sh- crappy swing set out back, you know, hey, go play in the swings. And he'd go inside this place where, you know, it was his social world. Right. And he would, you know, and then by the time it was time to go home, he was pretty well lubricated. Oh, boy. And we'd get in the back of the pickup truck, and he just, you know, drive. And you guys were in the back like, yeah. Yeah. And it was a country, (laughs) unpaved country road. We're bouncing all over the place. And the thing that I remember is not to put – your hand don't grab you know because it's the you're in the bed of a pickup truck yeah and the front of it by the cab of the truck you couldn't grab that part to stay on because it would compress and hit and the front go of the truck, and you smash your fingers just smash yes yeah, so you yeah. have to yeah. hang on to the side That's oh just my what I god remember. the things oh, you learn as green, a kid. green chevy pickup truck
0: now you but know then, as an adult like hey just yeah, when I you mean, get in the back of the bed of the truck yeah. just and
1: just, now it's like <laughs> you know the suitcase, seat seatbelts and helmets and yeah airbags <laughs> how did we survive no, i don't know how I, I don't know how we survived oh my
0: god i remember my mom uh would go, like she would go grocery shopping and leave us in the car sure and and um she's like you want to come in or go in uh, most of the time we'd go in but every every now mm-hmm. and then it's like hey let's stay in the back yeah. and that was like normal behavior i remember you know she's like i'm going over and my brother and i were in the back seat And it's this giant Buick LeSabre, like a beige Buick LeSabre. yeah, sure. It was a tank. Yeah. And this dude, like, just pulls up behind us. eight gallons to the mile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, like, screaming. Um, Like, my brother starts screaming at him. My brother's a little bit older than me. He starts screaming. He's like, you're blocking us in or whatever. And the guy's like, whatever, bro. Like, no one's in the (laughs) driver's seat. And, like, my brother hops in the driver's seat. Like, (laughs) I'm in the driver's seat now. I'm like, I'm going to die. How old is your and brother at this God, point? He's five years older than me. So I was probably like, <laughs> I might have been like, you know, seven. Oh, this is 12. a terrible combination. Oh, man. <laughs> and then my mom comes back and my brother like triumph. But the guy like moved. He moved his car. Yeah. My brother was like so triumphant. Like, yeah, like I got that guy to move his car. My mom was like, "Way to go!" And I was like, "Why? What? what is well, huh? what? what? <laughs> he could have just killed us." Yeah, that
1: surprises me too. That surprises me too. Oh man, but that's it, funny. Have you ever been in the situation where you're less—I'll use the word—progressive than your friends think? It's usually people without kids. But
0: in what way? I'll
1: tell you. I was at, I was at this big dinner, like at a restaurant, bunch of people, and I didn't know everybody. And I was talking about my my oldest daughter, who's in college. And she's super bright. She's a scientist. She oh, nice. She scans fossils for microscopic organisms and things like
0: wow. that.
1: So yeah, big, uh, it's called STEAM program, which I believe stands for science, technology, engineering, and yes. mathematics. She's heavily into that. And um,
0: incredible familiar.
1: paleontologist, you know, like a lot of kids these days long story longer i'm sitting at this dinner table and we're talking and they go well my daughter uh, goes to college she's in sciences she's uh studying paleontology i mean we kind of wanted her to be a stripper but you can't tell your kids what to do no of course not ha 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 everybody laughs and this one woman at the table goes but you know what if she wanted to be a stripper and that was her decision that's okay too and i oh went, my god and i went no
0: No. No, not at all.
1: Not at all. That's not even a little okay. Like I'm not looking for, like, no. I'm not shaming strippers.
0: I love strippers. Uh, Sure.
1: But uh, I don't want uh, my daughter to be, nor do I want my daughter on a SWAT team or uh, being a smoke jumper or uh, uh, clearing landmines. There
0: are a lot of jobs that I don't want my daughter to do. And here's the thing. (laughs) I think what people get mistaken is like, you're not saying I would hate my daughter if she did this. Mm-hmm. You're saying I just wouldn't. That's yeah. not what I it's would not, choose.
1: It's not all the same.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's not the same. And that's uh, okay.
1: Stormy Daniels, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, not the same thing.
0: They're not the I'd same much person. My here
1: my daughter be Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know.
0: Because you don't want to accidentally run into your daughter when you go to the strip club. Sure. You're like, what do you, come on. Yeah. I didn't know this was your night.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just, but I was like, really? And, and, you know, then the first thing you, you realize is you go, well, okay, person without kids
0: yeah you have no clue <laughs> have no- yeah, yeah totally- lots of
1: things are good in theory but it's, it's the it, chris rock joke it, it, keep your kid off the pole it's it's absolutely the chris it's, rock yes joke. i have nothing against anybody on the pole i want them to have all the rights and yes uh, insurance and health and safety inspections and i want them to live a, a well-rounded happy life i also don't want my daughter to be their co-worker
0: yeah I, and, it's uh, not you'll have
1: to deal with that i'm sorry
0: it's That's no hate on them yeah yeah it's just not what you would want for your child yeah not
1: uh, sorry i it's not the same it's uh, yeah all things aren't the same no sorry they're not the same
0: like i wouldn't want my daughter to be an assassin like that you know what i mean (laughs) No,
1: wait a minute no no, no. (laughs) like i wouldn't want that cool ass assassins out there (laughs) assassins can be cool but
0: damn dude like just like hey i you know i killed six people today really 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 today yeah on my birthday like that's why you're (laughs) late
1: well i guess that's (laughs) I well, now I know why you're late. Like you couldn't have killed faster. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a different. It's just a, a lot of that is just people without kids. Yeah, and it's just like, that's so crazy. Yeah, no, like, it's not okay. Not for me. No, <laughs> not at all. Like I don't. want That's not what
0: I wish on my kid. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. You're yeah. not alone in that. I. I. And here's a lot of. Here's the thing. I feel like there's a lot of people who would never admit that. Because they, they want to feel. Progressive. Oh no! You'll get.
1: Yeah, you you don't want to be like, rousted out of the. You know. You know yeah, city.
0: and it's like you know, and it's and it's not a knock
1: on any. Uh, no, em- I feel. Yeah, I would feel the same way about her being a, on a SWAT team or being a. Right. You know, just like no, I don't want my daughter doing something that's dangerous and Right. dehumanizing. And, it's it's not know. something. It's not a knock on
0: people who uh who are, progressive. Yeah. are not progressive it's more just like you're you have progressive values in certain aspects yeah and there's other aspects where you're like i'm not not progressive yeah. i just i
1: just prefer this do i do i uh want uh sex workers to have you know insurance and safety yeah and, and yes i do and do i think that do, sex workers it, should be yeah is given- just as good as being an anesthesiologist no so, I think they're not for my kid. I sorry, think, yeah, I
0: think that their job is a lot less strenuous,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's just like, sorry, uh, that's how I feel. Sorry, yeah.
0: I get it. <laughs> hey, no judgment, man. I get it, bro. Yeah. I get
1: it now. A stripping anesthesiologist, you have my attention. There we go.
0: You, but that's, that's not putting in a lot of
1: work, they don't want your attention.
0: They're putting on they don't like just go to sleep.
1: It's so funny. I had to go. When was the last time you went under?
0: Anesthesia. For uh, oh, bro! I had so many surgeries during the pandemic. <laughs> Did you? Remember? Oh my God! I've had a lot of surgeries in my life, but do during, tell. During I mean, the I... pandemic, I had, I had, uh, I had, I had a torn labrum. I had to get that repaired again. Okay, I had, was,
1: a, my... I had a shoulder during the pandemic too.
0: It's Terrible. That was my third I had one. A rotator. Okay, so you understand. So yeah. what's crazy is <laughs> I had the torn labrum, and, and I went to I had a comedy show that night. Oh God. At – Supernova, and in, I had and the, I had the, the sling? sling, and I had a little ball of medication, and it was uh, oh. in my neck. Like you the, are
1: hardcore, the catheter dude. was
0: in my neck. What is wrong with you? And like I, because I still had to, like I had to make sure the show was going okay. Yeah. I don't even remember my set.
1: I'm sure you don't.
0: They were like, "What?" I was like, "What did I say?" They're like, "Oh, you did fine." And I was like, "Did I? Did
1: I?" I once did a set after being uh, in a dentist chair all day, three root canals and a cr- two crown preps. Ooh. And then on a lot of Vicodin, drove two hours and did a headline set at the punchline in San Francisco. How was it? I was hilarious. I don't remember <laughs> what I said, but I was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, I had because I was so gone and and just decimated at that point that that's it was
0: crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah. I had a also I also had a labrum issue on my in my right hip. Uh um, <sighs> And then uh, I had my esophagus because I had a hiatal hernia. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. My mom had one of those. Yeah. Yeah, they suck.
0: It was awful. Yeah. I just, put
1: a, a angioplasty, basically like a balloon inflated and that straightened it out. Or- well,
0: no. So I had what's called a fundoplication. Like they had to like pull up a part of my stomach and mm-hmm. like create
1: uh, more esophagus.
0: More esophagus. Yep. Like just to tighten the sphincter yeah, or whatever.
1: My mom, my mom had that. I I know all about that. Oh, oh it was sorry. Brutal. The last time I went into anesthesia was for, I had a colonoscopy, um, Fun which is some. a joy, but it was so funny because I was talking to the anesthesia and uh, and the guy goes, okay, uh, I'm going to give you this stuff called prohypnol. And I go, is that? And he goes, yeah, that's the Michael Jackson stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you want to hear before you go on he there, goes, but sure. So by
1: the way, he goes, I go, how many people last that? He goes, 99%. Oh my God. 99% of people go like, oh, Change they, the name yeah. at this point. Yeah. Just call it's, it's it just call something else. Call or Michael. Call, called call, it. call, call Michael. Call, call it milk. That's what Michael called it. I need my milk. Unbelievable. <laughs> of course but he it would so call funny. it milk. Is it the, yeah, it's that. Okay.
0: All right, buddy. Just yeah. go ahead and shove it up my butt now. <laughs> God. <laughs> call it something else. Yeah. Damn it, man. Well, he ruined everything. <laughs> Why, like we do here but, oh, on- Wait,
1: I do go. one other thing. Oh, while, we're on, while we're on the subject. I, you know, you talk about cancel culture. something, And I know that Michael Jackson is uh, controversial for a lot of people and other people are like, nope, it's baloney. And I'm not going to make a judgment call because it's it's I have my own opinion, but it's right. irrelevant to this point. Even if you want to plan, maybe not pretty young thing. Maybe not that one. <laughs> Maybe, and I still hear it on the radio all the
0: time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. But you know what's crazy? They also play "Sweet Caroline" still. And when you find out what "Sweet Caroline" is about, oh, I
1: love that song. What's it about?
0: Oh my God! So I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to. I don't want to butcher it. Dr. Z sang that song
1: at a um, political fundraiser. I'm gonna. I don't want to. butcher I prefer it. the Elvis Presley version to the Neil Diamond version. Is it about a, a underage lady? I believe so. That's not good.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to butcher it. Uh, it I, yeah, he like wrote the song. I think it was about like, like a 14 year old or something. Oh to that effect.
1: dear. Yeah. There's so many of those songs. Sweet little 16 right out of the
0: gate. Not oh, good. My God, you already knew. You're like, you're like, all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. They, yeah. Well, at least you told me up front. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank like, heaven for little girls. God. <laughs> yeah. It was just a different time. It was uh, just a different era. Damn
0: it, where's the story? They're gonna make sure they to protect Neil on this one. Yeah. Um uh, th- 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 th-
1: That's a big song at like Fenway Park or something. And yeah, like
0: they play it at Fenway every yeah. game.
1: Why is that?
0: Because, you know, I mean, that's your
1: that's your home, bro. I like, am, I don't know. That's how I knew. <laughs> that's how I knew they played it all the time, but I don't know the uh
0: Sweet Caroline, good times, never seemed so good. While the track may have taken on new meaning in a sporting contacts, its inspiration initially remained hidden for many years. In 2007, Diamond said that he wrote the song for John F. Kennedy's daughter, Caroline, who was 11 years old at the time. Yikes! Oh, my God, that's awful. Oh man. <laughs> terrible... 11 years old, bro. That's terrible. Damn it. Neil get it
1: together
0: don't admit that yeah. bro then, go then away elvis,
1: then elvis covered it in sixty-nine, seventy, 70 and uh his uh, vegas vegas comeback his wife was young when they got married too yeah well they started dating when she was like 14 oh and she God. finished she moved in with him and went finished high school in memphis yeah believe it or not there's a lot of stuff about elvis that's wow. i know it's a shock i know this is really shocking. But there's a lot of stuff about Elvis that was pretty insane. You Jesus know, again, Lord. like Michael Jackson, the, the, when you have a chimp, it's always a warning sign. <laughs> <song. laughs> that's the that's Michael a had bubbles and Elvis had scatter.
0: That's the telltale yeah, sign. Like, when you he's got a to, monkey, Ooh. when
1: you get to the point, you know what? I need? You know what I think I need now? A chimp. That's when your friends go. You know what? I'm gonna step in here.
0: Uh, I got You yeah. need to
1: call a friend. <laughs> I feel like I feel like those people
0: don't have real friends. They don't yeah. have—because if they had a real friend, like, they would— t- If you have a real friend,
1: you don't need a chimp.
0: You don't need a chimp. Let your
1: friends be your chimp.
0: <laughs> they, they, someone would have told them, like, Elvis, look, button, button up the shirt, dude. Like, button it up. <laughs> button it up. Like, the belly is hanging—like, you're good now, bro. Like, you're good. You're fine. Like, people know who you are. Like, you don't need to keep doing I just that.
1: read the massive biography of Elvis. It was really fascinating. Was it scary? It was it, it, no. It's really amazing. It's two books. I forget the, the name of the author, but the first book is called um, "Last Train to Memphis," and that takes him from birth up until going in the army. And then the second part is called "Careless Love," which is coming out of the army till the end of his life. And by the way, people, th-
0: if you're wondering how this pertains to the podcast, it's like don't raise your kids like Elvis. And don't, yeah,
1: don't yeah. Well, <laughs> Lisa Marie Presley died. The same way her father died. Bowel obstruction. No way. Mm-hmm. I did not Un- know that. Unmoved stuff. Ah. Oh. Literally full of. Shit. That's how they died. Wow. Yep. Damn it. But uh, yeah, it, it, you see it very, you see him very slowly. Like people don't go crazy overnight, it happens over time. Yeah, it's and not, it's not, it's, it's a slow burn. Tom Waits said he visited Graceland once and saw that there was a bullet hole on the slide of the playset, the swing set out back. Whoa. Like he just got drunk one night and shot the swing set. And he was like, Naz, off him from that point on. Wow. <laughs> Don't shoot your kid's playset. Oh my set.
0: God. Don't shoot. Yeah. Like, was the kid on it at the time? Elvis, get it together mm-hmm. wherever you are right now.
1: I think it's too late. It's too late. (laughs) He's Uh, up somewhere with Michael Jackson comparing chimp notes.
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with Dana Gould, the wonderful Dana Gould. Thank you so much. And we are back to the Bad Good Parent Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm still here joined by a good friend of mine, Dana Gould. Um, And don't forget, if you want to send us your parenting fails and have us read them um, and make fun of you for your Terrible parenting decisions. Please send it in to bgp at am That's bgp, like bad good parent at IamCharlesGreaves.com. Um, Dana, let's get into some stories from the internet, man. Let's make some. Okay. Let's make fun of. I, other people. I was going to say parenting fails.
1: I might have one or two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So this this one we have today. Uh, my le- it says my eleven year old daughter at the time. Read text messages she shouldn't have while snooping through my phone. Already, I like this woman. Okay. Um, she's a freak. She's got stuff going on. Does Neil Diamond know your <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: You, I mean, come on, man. Like, have a code on the phone or something.
1: Yeah. Damn. That's what I, my phone.
0: Is locked
1: tight? No, 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 not at all. You could go through my phone right now. You can do anything you want. There's nothing on there. There you go. <laughs> I'd rather, I like that. That's, as opposed to, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: ahead. get it. Um. You. Just, yeah, just one, imagine your kid just. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. I get it.
1: Sometimes, though, what you can do with your phone is, like, take your camera on your phone and just put it up against your forearm, just like, like that. Hang on a minute. I'll show you. Like, you just do it, like, just a close-up shot of the crease of your elbow, like that. <laughs> and just, like, leave that on your phone. What is that's this? that? It's my elbow. It's a photo of my elbow. Relax,
0: it was an accident. <laughs> like I but I kept there it A tight shot of the like... back of your knee.
1: Like, <laughs> ah, that's just my knee.
0: So relax, bro. All right, so let's see what that's else a is mom. pretty
1: grotesque photo. But...
0: but she has, oh, my God. Your, your kid went through your phone. All right.
1: Okay, so saw some unsavory. Yeah.
0: She says, I was single and seeing other men, oh boy, but she didn't like that I wasn't with her amazing, incredibly incredible daddy. She had amazing, incredible in mm-hmm. air quotes there, or uh, in quotes. Next thing I know, she's screaming, crying, and calling me every name under the sun. Oh, no. All in front of the our church congregation. <laughs> wow. Oh, no.
1: You were freak and in church? Yeah. Damn. So you were giving your daughter your phone to keep her quiet in, in church. In church. the whole thing. The backstory is now Damn. unfolding. Damn.
0: I hope it wasn't videos. At least let yeah. it be just a photo, not a video. Oh, my goodness. She says, I was mortified. I went Understood. home. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> I went home and sobbed into my pillow while she went on a play date with church friends. She went, all right. My uh, She recovered. <laughs> She she was fine. She just went play with her friends. Her friends didn't say anything about it. Um, I'm I'm curious if she told the friends. Yes, yes. There's
1: no no question. You have no idea what I saw of my mom. There's no question. She told her friends.
0: Bro, you don't tell. You don't. I mean, you keep that stuff to yourself. Yeah. Now, if your mom's friend sent something, all right. Uh, (laughs) My biggest parenting fail. Was letting her uh believe we were equals and that she should she could speak to me
1: oh, yeah. in that
0: way and assert herself into my private life. Yep. Mm. I learned my lesson, tightened up, and I am proud to say she is a very respectful, successful woman today at 26 year old. As a as a 20 at 26 years old.
1: That's a that's a really good lesson. lesson. And I have made that mistake too.
0: Mm. But I
1: think I erred on the other side.
0: Yeah, you didn't have any naked photos on your phone. I've never been <laughs> naked, ever. So I, no, you have no idea what that's like. I'm a
1: never-nude. Like. But when I got remarried, um, my daughters who were, you know, high school, college age, were really mad that I didn't ask their ask Their, their permission. permission? Yeah, and- or and like I just told them. Well, and and I'm like no, I was like no, you. I mean, you don't get a say.
0: You don't get a say in that.
1: Yeah, I think, but I handled it. I I I should have asked them what they thought and heard them, and then say, well, this is I, what I'm. This gonna is what do. I want to do. But I I really appreciate you sharing that instead of just like. You don't get an opinion. Right, don't So bulldoze I'm therefore them. not interested in your opinion.
0: That mm. was my mistake. Right. Cause like to acknowledge the fact that, like, hey, you have feelings and yeah, you, you have and she, and have opinions. And you live here. Right. She, now she lives here. That's a big yeah. deal. I yeah. get it. I get it. I yeah. think that's, you know, going back, so you said you would do it differently in that way. You would you would just discuss it with them in a different way ahead manner. of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so like, yeah, what
1: yeah. do you think? I want to do this. What do you think? And if they said no, I'm like, no's not gonna work but
0: let's come to a compromise. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that was, that was a, and then when my, you know, they love, my kids loved my girlfriend until they realized that she wasn't going anywhere Mm. and they had to share her, share me with her.
0: Interesting. And
1: then she stopped becoming so cool.
0: Then it was like, I don't like you. And you stole
1: my dad. Oh, yeah. But I mean, their mom and I don't have a, Positive relationship. No, no, just the opposite. We don't have an, an an aggressive. We have a very great relationship. I live four minutes away. Interesting. They, okay, I see them every day. My, their mom and I have a great relationship. It was just okay. not that kind of divorce, and um, so they're been away a little shielded from that. So like,
0: mm. like, I see.
1: So that's interesting. So yeah. like,
0: did they never had to see? You know, nope. Okay,
1: nope. that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, we. We decided, I was a little private, but um, we decided we were going to get divorced. And then that was in January of 2013. And we didn't even say anything to them about it until June. Ooh. Because they were in school and, and you wanted a little to focus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, slept in the same bed it was fine.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And so that was 2013. Mm-hmm. that was when my daughter was born okay
1: yeah. wow okay well but in a way it's just, it you know it, it, they definitely benefited from our hard work right to protect them from that but then when we both moved on there's problems and but you know what and i and i had to tell my my wife this like and this is a really hard one it's not about you it, it, right. it's not who you are it's what you are dad's new wife i don't care who you are you, unless you're taylor unless i was marrying taylor swift right you would, they're not gonna like you you're gonna lose that battle yeah 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 and I, even if i was marrying taylor swift they would probably turn on
0: taylor swift yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, I you know, had and, let,
1: and let me say right now I, I i wouldn't want anything to do with taylor
0: swift my, i don't want to be in a song <laughs> my best friend growing up one of my best friends growing up uh i consider his mom like my mom like we Mm -hmm. you know i we i call every mother's day we speak all the time um she had a similar situation like that when she uh remarried um there her her new husband's kids did not like her Uh, and i remember going there and she's a wonderful woman sure clearly wonderful yeah and um I remember talking to, like, the eldest kid. She was driving me home one day. Like, I slept over the house. She was driving me home. And, you know, I get all, I get along with this woman, right? Yeah, sure. And I was like, so, like, tell me, like, what it is that you don't like about Gail? And she's like, oh, you know, saying all these things. And I'm listening to, listening to her say these things. And I'm like, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like you're more mad at your father than you're mad at Gail. Sure. I said, because... Gail is awesome, and she had to like really think about it. Give it she, a thought. Yeah, she's like, yeah. "Damn it, like Charles, you're right. You're oh, yeah. a kid, and you're right. Like <laughs> this sucks." And yeah. I still talk to them to this day. And oh, that's um, great. And she's like, "I remember that conversation." And she's like, "You're so right." Gail is awesome. I'm like, "I told you." Yeah. Um, but that's funny. That I mean, that's, I say funny. It's actually not funny. It's yeah. it's a tough situation for any kid to go through. Kid, kid, yeah, and to be Gail. It's hard. Yes. And, and, the, I, and I think um, people in those situations, uh, communication is a big thing that is lacking a lot of times because, like you said, like you kind of, you don't want to negate the kid's feelings. Yeah. Because even, even if their feelings aren't going to affect the outcome. Yeah. They need they, to be heard. They need to be heard. They it still heard. matters. Like, yeah. It's, they need like, to
1: be heard. They really do. Because um, it'll
0: make them feel less than, and, you know, and that that's never fun.
1: Yeah. No, you're, you, I, you know, that is, that's the big mistake that I was just like, damn it. I really dropped the ball on that. And then. I struggle
0: that, with that with yeah. my child. And, I, you know, I know these, and yeah. I still struggle. So I, I know it's not easy. Yeah.
1: And when the girls would, and my wife would bump up against each other, kind of, you know, I was like, well, you know, I can't get in the middle of it. Because then they're going to look at me as the cop, and every time they have a problem with you, you come to me, and then I go to them. Mm. Like you really need to work it out. And we had a couple, a couples, we uh, went to a therapist that specifically dealt with this, like stepmother, stepkids, uh, just to get some advice. You know, people and,
0: out there, go to therapy, please. Seriously, yeah. it's it's real. You, don't, you know, yeah,
1: you don't have to go all your life. You, yeah, I think we went three times, but. Learning um, how to
0: communicate yeah. emotions is a big thing. Yeah,
1: and and she said, uh, like, no, you you definitely have to be in the middle of that because this is, you know, you, both sides need to know that you are hearing them. You hear and them, and you're, and you're and the you- fulcrum of this relationship. You can't absent yourself from it.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you feel like a labor negotiator. Like, uh Yeah. You're like, oh,
0: man. <laughs> like, what's your story now? Give yeah. me your evidence. All right. Let me hear your side. But the Be- thing is. The is jury is says. She,
1: yeah. You're right. The thing that she said, which was really brilliant, was that, you know, the attitude that my wife has to have. And it was really, a, it was like that. When she, when this clicked.
0: When you heard it. it when she heard day it. Day and night.
1: Yeah. It was a. The attitude of the kids is like, you don't have to love me. You don't have to like me. You do have to respect me. Okay. And when they when that kind of gut in place, you respect somebody enough, over time you will like them. You will you like, know, them. and you know, it's just it's just human nature. And you and like someone long enough, of, you grow to love them, right? Yeah. And this is exempt of my youngest daughter because it was just a very different relationship. She was very young when they met, you know. she okay. they, they they're thick as thieves. They have no problem. But the older the older ones bumped up against her, and it's a little to this day. You know, they're like they're not. They definitely want time with just me. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. see that because you you know, like my parents both remarried. Um, like it was it was like a you know landfill uh, yeah. uh, uh, landmine landmines all yeah. in my house like yep. you know you go a certain place but it was mainly like my mom just was she was tough to deal with so mm-hmm. I understand that feeling where you're like I just want to spend
1: time with yeah, you know uh, with just my dad I'm, or just my yeah, mom or I'm taking my one of my daughters back to college in a couple weeks and I said you know, do, uh, it was going to be me and her sister, and then her, they had to move it so her sister couldn't do it because she would have been in school already. And she was like, can it just be you and me? I was like, yeah, sure. You're a good man, Dana.
0: Yeah. You're a good man. And your your daughters are, are reaping the benefits of the fact that you're taking the time to listen to them.
1: But they and- could still become assassins.
0: They could be assassins. But
1: professional, like not just like a random street assassin. Stripper assassin. Uh, I I just cool like a like a like a leather kind of outfit. Okay. And some wraparound like a cool assassin, like a Quentin Tarantino assassin. Aren't all assassins cool in the movies? I'm sure in real life they're pretty schlubby.
0: Yeah, they might. I feel like they just they they can't have a real relationship with people because they're just like I just they look at you as a they look at you as a target. Did you
1: watch Barry? No, No, you watch Barry. That's what it is. It's Bill Hader plays. This guy that's a professional assassin, and he joins an acting class and, like, <laughs> dis- discovers who he is. Interesting. It's so good. All right. So I have to good. check it out.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of assassin stories that I've written. <laughs> it sounds weird, but I told—because you know what it was? Because my favorite movie, movie of all time was Leon the Professional. Oh,
1: I was going to say. Yeah. I thought it was Three Days of the Condor. Like a lot of kids, <laughs> I grew up loving Three Days of the Condor. No,
0: I love. I love. <laughs> You know, and I was like, I had a huge crush on Natalie Portman yeah. growing up because it was just that movie yeah. did it for me. I was the like, Jean
1: Luc Besson movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that guy's great. Uh
0: Luc Besson uh and uh and who was the st- uh, the dude,
1: the French dude.
0: Um what is his name right now? Why am I blanking? I know
1: who you're talking about, and I can't. That plays think it Leon,
0: yeah. Um, did you ever see Ronan? Yes, the De Niro? Yes, I did. He's
1: in he's in that. He's in that yeah. as well. That's a great um,
0: movie. What is his name? Uh
1: why am I blanking on?
0: This is really gonna bother me.
1: If only we had devices in our pocket that if we could easily wish. garner information from.
0: And I love this guy too. That's what's crazy.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking. Um,
0: uh, Jean Renault. Jean Renault. Jean before it even pops up there. There we go. Jean Renault. Yeah, he's great in that. So I've written, like, I wrote stories about us. Yeah, because I I love that idea. I
1: think you really like Barry. I all right. I gotta check it out now. Barry's great.
0: Um. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh my god, no, man. You know, this is so fun. This is a lot of fun, man. This yeah. is, um, you know, if you're out there listening, please don't, um, please don't think that we're judging strippers. We like you, strippers. We do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent love you. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm, I might be going to a strip club uh, tonight.
1: So uh, I'm going to a comedy club. Comedy, but club. you're in better shape than I am. boom i, I like it that's not i don't need that much stage
0: time <laughs> hey i gotta pay the bills man i got two kids now dude
1: uh people where, where can people find you if they want to look, look you uh, uh, up danagool.com uh, i have everything the two things you can catch up on are i have a podcast called the Dana Gould hour
0: i love it it comes
1: out uh, i do one episode a month it's about two and a half hours long two up ep- two interviews and a 30 minute sort of journalistic piece about whatever it is that i'm interested in this it it's a weird podcast that has no sponsors no. no anything i've been doing it for 12 years 12 years yeah people just like it um i like it 12 episodes a year and then uh and i have a show on youtube called hanging with dr z hanging which, with dr z which is very un very when i describe the show you'll go not that again <laughs> uh it's a. Uh, if Dr. Zaius from Planet of the Apes had a talk show in the 70s.
0: Not that, I guess. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, this was been fun. This has been amazing. Give it up for Dana Gould one more time. Thank you guys so much. Tune in next time. Here at the Bad Good Parent Podcast, your parenting fails are our fun. So don't hesitate to send them in. You can email them to bgp at com. That's bgp, as in bad good parent, at com. And follow me on Instagram at iamcharlesgreaves so you know where I'll be performing and you can come out to a show. Thanks for listening. Seeking the truth never gets old.